0: Hello, hi, Michelle. We're here in person. We are in touch. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Force is with us in the studio.
1: Oh gosh, we have a good episode today. Yes, we do. It's a good topic.
0: Welcome, witches, intuitive bad bitches. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't say that. It's not right. <laughs>
1: Someone uh, recently sent me an email, and because uh, I was using the term "girlies," which I I kind of consider like gender fluid anyone and everyone can be a girly if they so desire but it was great it was a great reminder of like maybe not everyone wants to be called a girly so i have a list of things that i want to call people now honeys my Little Ponies. How about squirrelies? I <laughs> like that. <laughs> Squirrelys, yes. Yeah, so hi, my little ponies, my squirrels. Welcome to the 12th House Podcast. We're so happy that you're here. Welcome. We welcome. talk about a lot of stuff on the 12th House Podcast, but mostly we talk about intuitive business and sort of like spiritual productivity.
0: It's sometimes really hard to wrap it up in a nice clean bow, but yeah, we try. basically, I don't know, stick with us. Yeah. Come hang out. And
1: today we're going to talk about the power of rituals and habits for copywriting success.
0: The power of rituals and habits, period. But then add
1: copywriting. That's what makes it intuitive business. Yeah, I was like, this is extremely on brand. <laughs> yeah. Are you a morning ritual person, evening ritual person, time agnostic ritual person?
0: Mm, I definitely have my morning and evening rituals. And I would say they shift over the year. Mm-hmm.
1: How about you? Well, I have a very different life than I used to because I have a small child and my work hours have changed so my rituals are a little bit more spatially contingent when I sit down at my desk that's when I begin my ritual practice for my sort of like what used to be my morning ritual
0: Mm. well good thing we're going to be talking about all the different ways you can create ritual either at your desk or
1: not and in particular for copywriting because everyone 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 always forever can improve their copywriting.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe unpopular opinion for people who don't like writing or the idea of copywriting. But no matter what you're doing it, everything is copy as they say. We will be talking about that mm-hmm. in another episode.
1: Yeah, I think copywriting whenever I ask this question like in class, what do you think of copywriting, blah blah blah, people are like, "Uh, oh, copywriting, I associate it with like being salesy or manipulative mm-hmm. or or advertising." Yes, and that's one part of copywriting. But Mm. to me, copywriting is just like intentionally writing Mm -hmm. and using all of your skills as a writer in every capacity, whether you're writing an email to your accountant or you're writing a newsletter to your audience, or you're writing an Instagram caption, or you're writing a tweet or you're, um, I don't know, writing a cover letter for a job that you want to apply to. It's all copywriting.
0: (laughs) Voila. I mean, I think what's sneaky is as we all talk about everything is copy so how do you draw the distinction between a text message and an email and your
1: marketing for your business it's a good question copywriting is just more intentional writing yeah. in my opinion yeah and i notice that i'm not copywriting when i'm trying to fire something off quickly mm-hmm. and i am copywriting when i'm like oh let me take a breath and use my powers for good because i have them yes and knowing that everything can be copy and that you have to use it all the time can be really overwhelming because if you haven't practiced copywriting or you don't know how to write well, or you don't consider yourself a good writer and you don't have the time to take a copywriting course or to hire someone to be your copywriter, you're like, fuck. what am I supposed to do? So if that's you, this is going to be a great podcast episode. If you're an advanced copywriter, I think that you're going to learn some stuff about how to improve your skills and fine tune what you're already really good at and Listen, there's always room for growth. I am constantly trying to get better as a copywriter. It's my lifetime quest because I notice a direct and exponential increase in my quality of life and how much I can earn when I become a better writer.
0: Even if you're not writing publicly, you have to communicate with people internally. Internal memos. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's true.
1: So let's talk about just how we can get this done because... We, well, nobody has time. Who has time these days?
0: <laughs> not many people, but you know what you
1: have? At least 10 minutes. At least 10 minutes. It's true. And we talk a lot about James Clear, patron saint of holisticism. Mm-hmm. And in his book, Atomic Habits, he really lays out, and he's not the first person to talk about this, but he lays out compounding results, right? And how if you practice every day or you make a habit of something, over time, you're going to see like a crazy return because you've spent Uh, what feels like a short amount of time every day, a lot of practice, a lot of time. So if we spend 10 minutes a day, mm, 10 minutes, three days a week on copy, writing copy, that's 26 hours a year that you've been practicing your copywriting. If we spend 10 minutes, five days a week, that's 44 hours a year. It's like, that's just on work days. You can take the weekends off. You're gonna be way more successful and way more likely to improve if you practice for just 10 minutes a day as opposed to trying to like, binge, practice, copy, because that's just not really how it gets in your body. And that's not really how you learn. You know, that's true. I've tried it. It doesn't work. (laughs) It's kind of like learning a language. Like you can't just power through 17 chapters of Duolingo. (laughs) You can't cram. You can't. It's so annoying. I wish you could. So let's make that 10 minutes count because we're, that's all we've got. That's all we got. Like we want to get the most bang for our buck. And I think this is when habit stacking comes in, right? For thinking about our morning rituals, we want to make it easy and frictionless for ourselves to sit down at our computer or or pen and paper, and start practicing copy. And I like to do this inside of Notion. I have a daily agenda. So every day I open up my daily agenda. It's a new agenda for each day. So it's basically a big calendar. And then I open up a new page on the calendar day and I title it the day. And then I write down who I've met with. And um, I also have a spot for words written because I'm practicing copywriting. And then my agenda looks like a daily schedule where I just write out what my schedule is. And my to-dos, so my task list is in there, and then my inbox is in there too. It's pretty simple. And this is where I practice my copywriting or I would practice anything that I wanted to do. So opening or creating some sort of ritual and building that habit into your agenda is gonna help you fulfill it and not like let it fall by the wayside.
0: Yeah, and I think habit stacking, like you mentioned, is such an easy way to think about this. If you're, say, someone who... Drinks a cup of coffee or tea in the morning, and you usually read something, Mm -hmm. you can add on in your daily routine. After I read for 10 minutes, I will write for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think, do this however you want, but I do think you want to create the same environment as often as possible Mm -hmm. because I learned this from Maggie the now is golden. She's a hypnotherapist, Mm. hypnotist. She's amazing. She told me that if you create the same environment, every time you go into sort of like a ritual or practice, it's a way of hypnotizing yourself. Mm. And it helps you like get things in your body more quickly. Mm. I believe that. I think that's true. We know that neuroaesthetics is real. So it makes sense that like having the same space around us can sort of, ground us and help us drop in faster. Totally. So if it were me, I'd, and it is me, um, I use the same, I would use like the same notebook if I'm doing warning pages or I would use the same sort of Notion doc setup mm-hmm. every time and save my work to the same place. Mm-hmm.
0: And also to see as you make progress in this compounding habits. Ooh, I did that yesterday. I can do it again today. I did it five times last week. I can
1: do it again today. Mm, yeah. Ugh, it's just so satisfying. There's nothing better. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing better than getting to the end of a notebook. Yes, I I wrote so much. Mm. I had so many feelings in here. So one thing I just want to caveat is we're going to talk about research and don't mistake passive research for active practice. I do this all the time. Mm. or I want to do this all the time. Passive research is like trolling Twitter for funny jokes. Yeah. Great. Finding them, reading them. It's reading good emails. i like, damn, that was a good email. And then clicking out of it. Active practice means finding those things and then dissecting them. So taking a look at that joke on Twitter and like pulling it apart and seeing what makes that funny? What's the subtext there? What is, is it the language choice? And then trying to replicate it yourself, basically finding the formula and then using that formula, formula or implementing the formula. Same thing for an email. Figure out what works and what doesn't and then try it on or at least write it, rewrite it yourself. That's what active practice is. If you are currently just considering reading great stuff as copywriting practice. It's not going to improve your copywriting. Sorry. It's just it's just not.
0: The thing I think that's tricky about this too is if you don't have a good system for saving stuff, then mm-hmm. it feels like a lot of work. Yeah. But
1: you can very easily remedy that, which,
0: you know, we do talk about and <laughs> other things that we do.
1: Yeah. You can very easily remedy that by having an inbox and a second brain and... We'll link to some resources. Yeah. And in. making a copywork library, which yeah. I really recommend. You can have that in your second brain or you can have it separate if you want. But let's talk about four different exercises that you can implement to become a better copywriter in just 10 minutes. The first, it's got to be Morning Pages, mm-hmm. a classic for a reason, because it just works.
0: It really does. Also, because you're like, wow, I've really been harping on that one thing for weeks now. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. You're just like, I'm,
1: I, not, I'm bored of this. <laughs> exactly. This is
0: get some new material. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> it's true. I think that Morning Pages doesn't isn't like traditional copywriting work obviously, because you're not. uh, Mm -hmm. It's for you. But just getting more comfortable with your just writing, Mm -hmm. especially if you haven't done it in a while, it gets your your juices flowing.
0: Yeah. I mean, it also
1: gets you to get over a lot of your own bullshit about just writing anything. Absolutely. (laughs) Because no one's reading it. It gets you in creator mode and out of editor mode. And that's where we get stuck is when we're writing a sentence and then going back and editing it and then writing in one more sentence and then going back and editing it. Don't do that. <laughs> just no. like write and go back later to edit, because you can't context switch well from editor to creator. You just got to be in creator mode. Yeah, you have to leave it. It's true. The next thing you can do is add to your copy library. So a copy work library is just a library of examples of really great copy. And I'm going to open up my copy work library right now to just pull up some examples. So I have copy from a newsletter, a bunch of newsletters. I have quotes from books that I thought were amazing I have Instagram captions I have copy on that was like a product page I have tons and tons and tons of different examples of really great copy and adding good copy to your library is really helpful for reference obviously but what we're going to talk about in a second which is rewriting other people's work which is literally copy work you're taking an article and you are rewriting it exactly the same word for word but you're just kind of getting it in your body it helps integrate it and helps with not only working memory but long-term memory when you're reviewing and that's true it gets it in there Yeah, there's this chart that I can picture in my head of working memory versus uh, when you review versus when you don't and when you don't review your memory like lasts for 24 hours of the thing and then when you do review it lasts on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the graph like keeps going and going. I also really like scrolling through humor sites like McSweeney's or the New Yorker's Shouts and Murmurs or Reductress for good copy mm-hmm. because I think that humor and satire sites, um, they often capture the voice of real people very well and mm-hmm. they always have tone. Yes. You can't guarantee that like a newsletter is going to have tone, but mm-hmm. damn, a satire article is is definitely going to have a perspective and a tone of voice.
0: Yeah. And I think it's nice when you're like, oh, I don't know what to write. I don't feel like writing. It gets (laughs) you out of your
1: own head. And honestly, the giggles help. It's true. And rewriting something from McSweeney's is just like a fun experience. too. (laughs) And then also, of course, subscribing to emails from writers that you love or just like people that you really love um, their perspective hopping on Substack, finding a bunch of stuff, and maybe spending a couple minutes in there reading through things and then adding things to your copy library is very helpful. But after you add things to your copy library, you want to, like we said, do some copywriting. So take five minutes to rewrite that article, literally word for word. You don't have to do anything. Or you can edit someone else. So maybe you want to write headlines for a news article. And so you'll read that article and write 10 different headlines for it. Or maybe you want to rewrite taglines for five different brands of your, uh, a brand of your choice, write five different taglines. Or maybe you see a social media post and you're like, hmm, I can make that better. Rewrite it, edit it. That is copywork too. That's going to make you better because the like good stuff that comes from copywriting comes in editing. Honestly, in most of the creation process, the good stuff comes in the editing process. Yeah, it does. So just get some raw material to work with and then keep fine tuning by editing.
0: If you feel also insecure about headlines or taglines right now, I think that's an area where you can see improvement very quickly. Yeah. That's such a good place to play in. Mm -hmm. So don't be hard on yourself if you feel like you're not getting it right now. And there's also a lot of really, really great tools to help you, which we will link. But you can also use, not to be like AI, but... Yes, you can. You can use it to help you and help you define your own tone of voice and perspective by being like, oh, I would never write that. Yeah, totally. (laughs) My brand, my company or whatever would never say those things. But that's interesting to see how someone else would
1: write it. Mm -hmm, Totally. And again, like you're just getting the raw material and then you can shape it from there. So if what's stopping you is the idea of overcoming the hurdle of just getting something on paper, then okay, get something on paper by like having someone else do it. Mm -hmm. Whatever. It's fine. And by the way, you're not going to be like using this stuff probably in your work. This is just exercise. It's practice, you Mm -hmm. know, it's bar. It's the bar part of ballet class. Last exercise is rewriting your own work. Ideally you're working ahead and that newsletter that you wrote doesn't go out five minutes after you write it it's got some time to brew. It's got some time to simmer. It's got some time to breathe. And you can go back to it and look at it with fresh eyes and edit it as opposed to your creator eyes. If you want, you can just edit it for clarity to take out unnecessary words, simplify the message, sort of fine tune things. But if you have a little bit more time, maybe you want to rewrite it from a different perspective or with a different tone, perhaps from friendly to irreverent and just see how that feels. You could even actually take your copy put it in uh chat GPT and say, rewrite this with an irreverent tone and just see what happens. Mm. Uh, it's not necessarily going to be good, but I think it's interesting.
0: Yeah, you can also try sometimes writing to a different person. Yes. You're like, I'm going to write this to my mom versus (laughs) to my 18-year-old cousin. Right. (laughs) Yes.
1: Hello, fellow youth. Exactly. Okay. I think ChatGPT is really cool. One of the things that I think is amazing about it are the templates. So if you go into ChatGPT and you click into templates, you get the option to choose a category of what you want to write. So like click maybe copywriting and then a subcategory of what exactly it is you want to write, maybe content writing and then the sort of template. And let's say that we wanna do like a content outline generator, okay. Then you get the option for tone and writing style. And you can see the actual prompt below and what it tells the AI to do. It says, you know, please ignore all all previous instruction. You're an expert copywriter who creates content outlines. You have an irreverent tone of voice. You have a creative writing style. So it inserts whatever your voice uh, tone and your writing style is. I just love this because Number one, this is archetype embodiment. Yes. If I say to myself, I am an expert copywriter who creates content outlines like a whiz kid. I'm going to approach that differently than like, oh, I'm a shitty copywriter who's just trying to practice and I suck at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the worst. (laughs) Um, But you can maybe pull these prompts for AI for yourself, or you can plug them into AI just to get started, like we said, and then edit what the AI gives you.
0: The templates I've never used. That's really cool. Isn't it cool? Yeah.
1: I actually sometimes will pull those notes because Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't need to write a content brief, but um, those instructions are really helpful for like getting the AI to give you better answers. That's true. If you're using it for something else like research or, or, I don't know, creating some content. So those are four different ways that in 10 minutes... Pick one. Don't try to do all of them because take longer than 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm definitely the person who's like, I, I have to do all of these. now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but just pick one and maybe try it for a week. Maybe you, you say, decide, I'm just going to write new headlines for the emails that I get from the New York Times. So every day when the New York Times, I get the New York Times email, I'm going to rewrite the headline five different times. Great. Just do that for a week and see what happens.
0: And I think if you're, if you're feeling like that sounds like a nice idea, but what's the point really? Why would I really be doing that? If that's not what I need to help me scale my business, Mm -hmm. if that's not what I need to help me get my message out, why would I do that? Trust in the practice. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, your brain starts to think differently and approach the problem of copywriting and talking about what you do from a different perspective when you flex those new muscles and asking yourself to write 10 different headlines or to have a new tone of voice or to take out all the the vans Mm -hmm. in something that you've written. Actually, a good note, take out almost every single instance of that in your writing. If you do that, if you do, (laughs) your writing will be so much cleaner because often we don't need that. It's a filler word. Oh, hot tip. (laughs) But just looking at your looking at an email you've written and taking out that is going to flex your brain in a new way and help you see your writing differently. And then it
0: becomes a puzzle and a game. Mm -hmm. And once you get into the flow of that, it's fun versus
1: feeling like a to do. So we've got some like amazing things that we want to try aspirational rituals, but for those amongst us who perhaps have big dreams of habit stacking, but do not get around to it, Mm -hmm. how can we keep momentum?
0: Well, you can do a few things. One, try and make it an extremely small, realistic goal to begin with Mm -hmm. or habit stack like, if you're like, I'm not going to write for 10 minutes, write for five. Put a timer
1: on. Because then you're like, really? I can't write for five minutes? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Come
1: on. Yeah. Come on, Pelazon,
0: Get it together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So find whatever your, like, max or minimum is to get going. And also,
1: if you can't do it, get a buddy.
0: Mm-hmm. Do it
1: together. Accountability. Yes. Helps so much. You could even, like, make this a pen pal situation mm-hmm. and email each other a copy back and forth. That's fun. Yeah. Make it fun. Like, how are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. I feel like we should be pen pals.
0: I know. I was just thinking, I was like, <laughs> what would we send each other? <laughs> like we kind of, in a way, we we are. Yeah. <laughs> in many different We're literally parts. talking all the time on yeah. like at
1: least two platforms. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. I also think that if you submit something daily or weekly, like to the subreddit copywriting, if you're a member there. Oh, that's fun. which is free and super fun. You'll see uh, other examples of copy that people are writing. but you can also like get edits on your work totally anonymously. It's not embarrassing, right?
0: That's also a good way to practice your own. You can go in there and help someone else and edit their writing. Mm -hmm. This reminds me, someone was telling me that they were going to Toastmasters to practice their public speaking and that I I didn't really know how it works. I've heard of them, but you sign up each time you go to either present to score somebody Mm -hmm. or to give feedback. So you take on different roles every time you go and you're supposed to rotate and that's how it works. And I think, If you're feeling like, "Mm, I don't know where to start with copywriting, you can also help edit other people's work. That's right. And you have distance from it. Mm -hmm. It
1: is really helpful. Anything else that helps us keep momentum? Other than my favorite, which is giving yourself a little treat. (laughs) (laughs) Little reward. So maybe it's I can drink my coffee or I can make my coffee after I do this 10 minutes of copywriting. Or I can have my little breakfast muffin. Or (laughs) I can pull my tarot card. If that's your fun thing that you do in the morning.
0: We love a little treat. I guess to your point, again, about subreddit, I was just thinking if there's anywhere where you can submit something, even anon- anonymously, but it
1: helps you that you're submitting and sending. That's right. It's part of like accountability. Sign yourself up. I'm like, damn, we should do a copywriting just challenge to help, help people stay accountable. If you want us to do that, reply to the podcast. <laughs> all you got to do. Let <laughs> us reply know. on Spotify. Let us yeah. know. We can do that for you. It'll be free. But I think that's it. Yeah. Basically, you just got to practice, which is really annoying. It's <laughs> like when people tell you that the way to get over a breakup is time. You're like, eh, but is there a hack?
0: Yeah. <laughs> or like learn a new instrument. You're like, can I cram it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Not me being like, I definitely want to learn how to play Beethoven. Yeah. Um, I, Like three months after I started taking piano lessons over Zoom once a week Yay. and I like wasn't practicing. I was like, why can't I play this I difficult sonata? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I
0: had a piano teacher recently tell me I had to practice at least 30 minutes a day. I was like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> I was like, I have to give up now. Right? Oh, but the horror. Yeah. Oh, God. What else am I doing for 30 minutes? I'm probably like staring into the
1: distance, which is also important. <laughs> hey, you need, my therapist used to tell me that. She'd say, oh. Michelle, you need time to stare out the window. And uh... I'd be like, you're insane.
0: <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> like, about? For what? I did want to add. This is a lead-in to our next episode, but if you're lacking ideas for, let's say, inspiration, and you're like, I don't want to look at a screen. I'm bored. Go outside. Overhear some conversations. Put yourself in a busy
1: place. That's right. Everything is copy. Everything is copy. Yes. And if you want to learn more about intuitive copywriting, marketing, business, I have really good news for you. We are unlocking some of our content in the north node and bundling it up that is specifically focused on intuitive marketing and our copywriting my copywriting class is inside of that we get requests for copywriting classes all the time this is the only way you can get it unless you join the north node so you can learn a little bit more about that in uh, the show notes it's like we're opening pandora's box it's kind of like the disney vault yeah. You know they're like, we're releasing Cinderella. Yeah. Um, but only for this year. Uh, this is kind of not for a year, for the next like three weeks or something. But you can get it and it'll be fun. Check out the show notes. Or you can just join the North Node then you'll have access to That's true. everything intuitive business, which we are opening in June. And you can get on the waitlist for the North Node because we capped the membership. Um, we have a limited number of people and limited number of spots. So Gotta keep it cozy. Keep it tight. But if you wanna get on the waitlist and VIP, get access before other people do then add yourself to the list lovely that's it thanks for
0: listening guys
1: yeah Um, Let us know what you thought share on instagram our amazing social stories dj ingrid will repost you yes she will and they will comment on your stuff and they will hype you up so go ahead and and do that if you want a little love on the internet do it to it all right we'll see you next week thanks for listening bye bye
0: The Twelfth House is produced by yours truly, Wallace Miller Blanchard. Our theme music is made by Nathan McKay. And our wonderful editing is done by Softer Sound Studios, who you can find more information about in our show notes.